got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts, starts right now. All right, so we're starting. We have massive controversies here at the studio. Massive controversies. Things are going, uh, I mean, I feel a little like, I feel like we've been personally attacked. I don't know what's going on, but we, uh, we're missing a MAGA hat here at the radio. We have, if you watch, if you're one of those people that watches online, if you um, watch on our Facebook feed at The Mark K Show, if you watch on Twitch, also The Mark K Show, if you watch on Periscope at The Mark K Show, it's all the same stuff. But if you watch on any of our feeds, you'll notice that last week we put up a little MAGA hat, a little red MAGA hat. And we put that up, uh, you know, because we figured, hey, people, we were talking about MAGA hats. There was a war on hats. It was, you know, it, it added like a big pop of color. And, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people were digging it. Well, this morning we came in here and we started up the stream a little bit early. We want to do like a behind the scenes of, you know, how we prepare for the show, which those people watching now realize we don't really prepare for the show. <laughs> we don't really prepare. But I mean, anyone who listened to the show could also could also tell that as well. And the MAGA hat is gone. The MAGA hat has disappeared. Uh, somewhere over the weekend, somebody went into our stream and they stole our MAGA hat. And we can't find it anywhere. The other Josh was searching diligently. And you looked in all the folders. Yes, I don't know how many folders you have in this system, but I looked in all of them. I have a lot of folders. Yeah, you, you, uh, you looked in your email because did I not email you, you did that? Did not Maggie? email it to me. No, that's one of those things you hopped in and did on your own. Oh, see, that's the problem. That's why I should never do things on my own because if I if I let you do them, then there's organization and and uh, you know copies made and and the record keeping. Yeah, email plus streams. Plus, and I have deniability too. I can be like, I don't know what Josh. The other Josh was supposed to do it. He didn't do it. All right. Well, we so we've lost our MAGA hat. Somebody has stolen it. Um. And we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure out a way to we're either gonna have to get it back or this is a new low. A lot of people on the stream are saying, of course it was the Democrats, of course it was the liberals. You know they came in and and they stole your MAGA hat over the weekend while you weren't looking. It's a digital. I mean here's the thing, it costs us nothing. We ripped it off of the internet. It was a digital PNG file. I threw it up on the internet and you know I mean I can go get another one, but uh, but <laughs> Dave's saying it's on the share drive. <laughs> How do you know, Dave? Great. Oh yeah, somebody hack into the the Cox Media Incorporated system and find my MAGA hat because I want to have it back up uh, on the stream before the end of the day. Something else interesting that's going on today, and before we get into the hot and heavy stuff, and we will, I mean, I know it's Monday, and I know a lot of people are, are just kind of easing out of the weekend and easing back into work, and by easing back into work, I mean, it's the last friggin' place they want to be. Uh, but one interesting thing that, I, that, that, that happened today is that the other Josh rode his bike to work. Which I thought was weird. So I and I, I we we have a uh, we have an office that we share, and so I walked into the office to get the disinfectant wipes, which a lot of you know is a big part of my daily routine. And so I walked in there and I saw this bike with a helmet, and the only other person with access to the uh, to the office is the other Josh. So I walked up to him. And I said, "Did you um did you ride your bike to work today?" And he said, "Yes, I did." And I and I for a minute I thought he was joking, but it turns out you're serious. You rode your bike to work. I definitely did. Yeah. Why? Uh, why? A combination of things. I, I want. I've been thinking about it for a bit, and mainly exercise. I got a couple of kids at home, and it's always good to squeeze in some minutes when you can. How far away from work do you live? It's just under six miles. Six miles. Yeah. And yeah. It was rode- about it was thirty thirty something minutes. 
Like my my Fitbit will tell me later. How oh my god! So you have to even wake up earlier than you usually yeah, do yeah, just I so sure you could get your bike I ride sure in. Did, yeah. And are you riding your bike home? I am. You yep, know, I got it's gonna my be change like, of clothes ready. Yeah, but it's gonna be like ninety degrees later. That's when you even leave. more exercise. That's wild. That's why. Is there something wrong with your car? Nothing at all. I actually had to get something out of my car this morning, so I went to my car and then left my car, hopped on the bike, and biked my way in. And it's not like like the, I know gas prices are at an all. Oh, yeah, that, they're that, pretty that's high. A plus. That's definitely a plus. Those keep going up, and I can. How run. do you feel? Are you okay? Are you gonna make it through the show? I think so. Yeah. Do you feel like you've expended? Like, are you tired? Or are your legs hurting or anything? I'm always in a general state of tired. Well, that is true. So You're not, a new not, fu- new dad. So, nothing yeah. more. Nothing more than usual. Oh, that is all right. Well, listen. Well, are you gonna? Yeah, be I'm doing excited. This? I'm excited to keep doing this. You know, there's gonna be like a storm later. Yeah, yeah. There's like I don't know some kind of waterproof something here I can put on. Are you uh, Are you gonna be doing this every single day until until you stop making fun of me? Really? Yeah. Well, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> that's never. All right. So, uh, did you want to sell yeah. your car, or are you gonna keep? I don't it know. Just in maybe case? we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, my wife has the car too, so there's always a fallback plan. But yeah, I don't know. Oh, I I've always, I've always heard about people. Will, yeah, I've heard I've heard about people riding their bikes to work. I didn't know it was like people, you know. But yeah, no yeah. one, nobody I knew, no one I know <laughs> exercises. Uh, anyway, well, we're glad that you're we're glad that you made it. Star Star one zero four five or eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Donald in Jacksonville, how you doing, Donald? Good, Marque. Good day, sir. I just wanted to fill an input on your stolen hat, man. I think you have a FBI planted Russian spy that's um, under their cover for their ways of espionage. I stole your hat. So you've been infiltrated by the Democrat Party. Check all your people. You need to run background checks on them. Oh. And you're going to need six years of all of their income and their W-4s <laughs> and their 1099. Yeah. I'm going to go to the general manager and be like, look, I need everyone's uh, W-2 forms. I need six years of their tax records. And we're running background. You know, fun fact, they run background checks. This is one of those companies that, you know, it's a great company to work for. And they have great benefits and things. But they do run a thorough background <laughs> check. Oh, sorry. On uh, on everyone who works here, and it, and it still shocks me that some people get hired. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm like sometimes there'll be somebody that they bring into the fold, and I'm like, did that person? Did we? Are we still doing the back? Oh, we are still doing the background checks. Oh, okay, all right, great. I was just checking because you know so and so works here now, and that was a little a little quizzical to me. Uh, but yeah, but that's definitely something we should uh, we should look into. And and like I said, it'll take us a little bit of time, um, but we will get that. We will get that back. 855-765-1045. And this ties really into what we were talking about on Friday. Because remember uh, the other Josh, we were talking about the war on hats. And we were talking about how that one woman got fired because she attacked a guy on Facebook who was wearing a MAGA hat in Palo Alto. And she she basically threatened him. Uh, she tried to rally the entire Starbucks restaurant to stand up and, I guess, chase him out of town or at least chase him out of the restaurant. None of that actually happened. All that ended up happening was that she lost her job. And it's it's just so ironic that after that show aired, that is the exact same time that we come on here, start up our stream, only to realize that there's been an attack on our MAGA hat as well. Really, really. I mean, it's really troublesome. And as, and as this race heats up, as Donald Trump continues to become more and more popular, because he has a 51 percent approval rating. I don't know if you guys followed that on Friday. That was the other news. 51 percent approval rating, which kind of got swept under the rug. You know, there was a lot about the whole Joe Biden thing. And and I, I've often wondered about this Joe Biden news because the Joe Biden news was fun for a week. It was exciting to see the heat off of Donald Trump and the heat off of the Trump administration. But at the same time, I noticed that there was not a lot of news about Donald Trump last week. And there was not a lot of people covering and arguing uh, Donald Trump's policies. Mostly it was all about Biden. And I'm wondering. 
And I'm wondering if Donald Trump's going to get annoyed by that. Because even Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live, they're cold open. Their first skit, the one that Donald Trump is usually the subject of and then turns around and is the attacker of on Twitter, even that had nothing to do with Donald Trump. It was all about Vice President Joe Biden. And so it seems like the attention may be shifting. I don't know how Donald Trump's going to feel about that. 855-765-1045-R. we got to go look for our hat. Quick break. We have some of your phone calls. We have, uh, by the way, we have zero Listen, open mic messages. we know you're oh. playing on the Internet instead of working. All right, never mind. We'll be back. Thanks so much for joining us. We're in the middle. We've got our own little uh, con- we've got our own little uh, controversy going on here. Somebody stole our MAGA hat. You know, we put on a we put a MAGA hat on our feed. What happened is we have um, every day we broadcast the show several places: Periscope, YouTube. We're on Facebook and we're on Twitch. And we love all of our viewers. We love all of our listeners. We love everyone who you know because a lot of times, whether you're at work or in your car, traditional broadcasting doesn't always work. And we want to definitely make sure that you don't miss the show. So we offer it up on several different places and platforms. Uh, our, our mobile app, if you go to the um, Google Play Store, if you go to iTunes and you download the News 104.5 mobile app, you can you can hear us anywhere. And that's why sometimes you'll hear people call in and we'll say, where are you calling from? And they go, oh, I'm calling from, uh, uh, you know, uh, Palatka. Oh, wait, no, they would they would be listening on the radio. What's another one? Like Reno. I'm calling from Reno, Nevada. I'm like, oh, that's great. Duluth, Minnesota, all those places. And um, and that's how those people are able to swing it because they can listen on, on several different platforms. Anyway, we last week when we were talking about MAGA hats and we were talking about, um, you know, the, the war on hats and everything else, we put up a red big Make America Great Again. had this great yellow glow. And that served two purposes. Number one, it was decorative. Number two, we like America. And number three, it was uh, timely. Um, and then over the weekend, we, we fired up the old, uh, we fired up the old streaming software today. All of a sudden, everything's there. The logo, the number, the other logo, uh, all the video that we run in the background, but the MAGA hat is gone. Somebody has stolen it. And we're trying to get to the bottom of that right now. This is Anonymous from Jacksonville. Anonymous, hi, how are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K show. Hey, Mark. Uh, so did your hat actually, anything actually happen to your MAGA hat? Or let me guess, it was just a hoax. Well, look, if it was, you could go to Chicago, become Democratic, and you'll be off scot-free. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's not a hoax. I swear to God, it's not a hoax. It's actually gone. You can go on Facebook right now, and that's uh, <laughs> it. But you're right. That, that could have been it. I'm not Jesse Smollett, all right? This is actually happening. This is not a fabricated story, folks. The hat is gone. Lorenzo from Jacksonville. How are you, Lorenzo? All right. Uh, what do you want to say? I'm the star with, I'm going to talk about the mega hat. Mm. I'm black, and I'm a Donald Trump supporter. Okay. But like the guy said, he was gay, and when he came out, I would tell my family, I'm gay, I'm an atheist, and I'm going to crack before I tell them I'm a Donald Trump supporter. <laughs> they just said, if I said I was gay, they say, well, oh, you can't help that. If I say I was atheist, they say, I pray to God. If I was on crack, they say, well, you can get medical attention. But if I say I was a Don supporter, they say, you're crazy. <laughs> so you haven't, uh, you haven't come out to your family yet, huh? Oh, no, I'm, I, I'm not only in the closet, I'm in the garage. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hey, 
Thanks so much. That is, and that's something that we talked about last week too. That's something we definitely we talked about, especially for uh, for Black Americans and Black conservatives. And you know, it was we it was the Candace Owens show. I forget who she was talking to, but it was this actor, this guy who's gay and black. And he's like, it was much harder for me to come out as a conservative to my family than as a gay man, which which is which reminds me of Herman Cain. Not that Herman Cain's gay, but he's a conservative, and he would always talk about. It. He's like, look. You know a black Republican, that is a real Republican. Because no black people are going to pretend to be Republican. If you're, a, if you're a conservative and you're black, you are definitely conservative. Because there's no way, there's no way you would pretend to be that. It's just too hard. It's just, it's just too hard. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, star, star, 1045 or 855-765-1045. All right, we are going to get to some of the news uh, here in just, I promise. I promise we're going to get there is big news about the border. Donald Trump was there in his MAGA hat on Friday, and he was talking about the influx of uh, illegal immigrants that are still coming through. He was talking about the problems. He was talking about how we need to start getting tough. He basically said America's closed, which, man, oh, uh, pe- OMG, people were up in arms. Donald Trump said we can't take any more illegal immigrants. We are closed. We're full. He said we're full. You know, and that's it. And if something else happens, uh, I'm going to shut down the border because we're full. We can't take any more. Two days later, Secretary Christian Nielsen of the Department of Homeland Security, quote unquote, resigned. And a lot of people think this was an inside. They, a lot of people are crediting Stephen Miller from putting forth a new hard nosed, hard line immigration team. Because why? Yes, we want to curb illegal illegal immigration, but also we got an election we have to win. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to go look for my hat. Uh, more of the Marque Show coming up after news on News 104.5 WOKV. 855-765-1045. In just a minute, I want to talk about trash picking because there's a guy in San Francisco trash picking uh, the rich and famous um, moguls of social media in Silicon Valley, and he's making a pretty decent living at it. Uh, but first, though, we still haven't found the MAGA hat. We're still going to look. We, it, it looks like we're going to have to invest in another one uh, because I can't find it, and the other Josh claims he has no idea where it is. Um, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. We'll, we'll fix that, especially if you're watching live on the stream. And still no word from Herman Cain. We were just talking about him in the last break because we had a guy call in. Uh, he was, he's a black guy. He said, I'm a conservative, and I would rather tell my parents that I am a gay atheist crackhead than come out to them as a conservative. They would they would have my they would have my butt basically. And they said basically say he said it would be if I were gay, they'd say that's, we love you anyway. That's okay, no problem. If I were an atheist, oh we'll pray for you, son, we'll pray for you. You just lost your way. If I were a crackhead, oh we'll get you treatment, we'll take you to the hospital, we'll get you help, we'll clean you up. But if I came out as a conservative, that would be it. It would be the end of my life. 855-765-1045. So the whole thing going on at the border now was really interesting because Donald Trump for a while has been talking about making some changes, making some changes with ICE. Looking for a new uh, head of ICE that's really going to crack down on illegal immigration. Somebody that's really going to, you know, put the nose to the grindstone and and talk not just talk tough but act tough and get the situation taken care of. He's also been uh, looking at the the, the, the uh, Department of Homeland Security, which now Christian Nielsen, now that she's resigned, and if you're watching, you can see I'm using the air quotes um, because I don't believe for a second that she resigned. I believe that she was told to leave 
because she's been ineffective. She's been ineffective as a leader. Even though she talks a tough game, we still have people pouring through the border. We still don't have the walls up. We still don't have everything that we need as far as as far as homeland security as security in Mexico comes from. And anyone who knows Stephen Miller and anything about him knows that he's the guy that is going to be at the forefront of getting Donald Trump reelected. And the reason he's going to be the guy at the forefront of getting Donald Trump elected is for two reasons. Number one, he's going to re- write all the speeches and he's going to come up with the agenda. He's going to come up with every single one of his policy items like he has already. And he's going to make sure, and this is the important part, he's going to make sure that the policy actually gets pushed through. And the clock's ticking. Time is tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. We've got Joe Biden. We've got uh, Bernie Sanders. We've got Beto O'Rourke. We've got this buddy geek guy, Kamala Harris. They're all now starting to eat up the the news cycle. They're starting to get all the attention because they're running for president. And Donald Trump knows that when he gets on the campaign trail, when they st- when they when they all stop attacking each other and it gets down to the the Democratic National Convention. You know, when you've got whoever's left standing on stage and one person gets the nomination, when that happens and it becomes a two man race. When it becomes a two man race, Democrat versus Republican, Donald Trump versus who, whichever old rich white guy they're going to throw up against him. Whenever that happens, it's going to be all an all out attack, an all out barrage on Donald Trump and his agenda and his his lack of ability to do stuff. So Donald Trump needs to make sure that he's doing stuff. And right now he's doing a good job. He's got the taxes down. He's got unemployment down. He's got the uh, economy rip roaring along. You know, all those things are working. The biggest problem, though, is still immigration, which was his number one agenda item. So the next two years, Stephen Miller and Donald Trump and his entire team are going to be it's an all out war and an all out assault on immigration. Closing the border, that's all part of it. Closing the border is a tactic Donald Trump can take to say, I am doing everything I can to stop illegal immigration. Uh, you know, Declaring a national emergency so he can get money to build the border wall. That is something else that he's saying, look, I need to do this because we've got to build that wall because it's the number it's the number one thing you told me as American voters that you wanted me to accomplish. And we've got to get it accomplished. So as we go into full campaign mode now, the good news is. The good news is for everyone who voted for Donald Trump, for everyone who supports Donald Trump, who everyone who wants to see these positive changes to immigration and the border and ICE and Homeland Security and everything else. This is how Donald this is how you campaign when you're an incumbent. You go to work on your agenda. You go full speed ahead. You fire the people you need to fire. You hire the people you need to hire. You get the people in there and you tell them this is what you have to do. This is your budget and this is your timeline for getting it done. And then they go out there and they get it done because that's how that's how incumbents campaign. The incumbent campaigns on what they've done in their first term. The incumbent goes out and says, here's what I've done in my first term. A, B, C, D, E. Here's what we're going to do in my next term. F, G, H, I, J. We're going to keep America great again. We've made America great. Now we're going to keep America great. Although they're making America great, we still have two more years where we got, we you know, we, we still have a little, we got some, pl- we got some leaks we got to plug up. And that's what Donald Trump's trying to do now with the new Homeland Security Department, with new ICE, uh, chief. And it looks like, I mean, it looks, the good news is it looks like he's going for some kind of hard nosed, bite the bullet, take no prisoners, no holds barred. You know, I don't give a crap what anybody says. I'm going down there and we're using the full force of the executive branch of the government to do what we need to do. It looks like that's the kind of person 
he is going to be getting in place in both of these positions. And if that's true, we should see some real benefit. We should see some real things start to happen. Some concrete immigration um, reform, some concrete, actual concrete building of the wall. The, the, the flood of immigrants stopping coming in from Mexico. If you have a bunch of people in there who are telling Donald Trump not to close the border, not to militarize the border, not to build the wall, it's not going to happen. But if you have people surrounded by Donald or surrounding Donald Trump who believe in the vision and agree with the vision and are all one in their goal, which is to finally solve the American immigration problem, then it will happen. And they know they've got about two years almost exactly because that it's April now. The Democratic National Convention is uh, what? Are we, no, it's less than two years. It's a year, They've got about a year and a half to get all this done. And that's when the campaign, they've got a year from July to make sure that they've made such headway on this that they won't even have to run an ad or any ad that they run will just be about their victories because the it's the Democrats job to, number one, tear each other apart. It's the Democrats job to go in there and say, Joe Biden is a creepy, old, touchy, feely man. Look at all these videos of him touching little girls and wives. Look at how look at how disgusting he is. He's so old school. He's so old school. This is an old. This is this is not how you treat women in the age of, of, of in 2019 in the age of the hashtag Me Too movement. This is not how women when you meet a woman. I mean, Saturday Night Live is making fun of him. When Saturday Night Live makes fun of you, first of all, that's great publicity. Second of all, it means that you're now a national joke. And that's what has happened to Dot to Joe Biden before he even entered the race. Then they've got to go after Beto O'Rourke, who it looks like his campaign is already winding down. Everybody started going to Iowa and New Hampshire. Beto O'Rourke's not getting the crowds he used to. He's not getting 300 people packed into a bar. He doesn't have to jump up on the bar anymore or on a table. He can stand on the ground because there's plenty of room. Beto O'Rourke, the, the psychedelic warlord. He's, you know, he's not seeing the kind of um, the kind of crowds that he would like to see. And then you've got Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, who all of a sudden at 80 years old, when this election happens, is the front runner for the Democratic Progressive Socialist Party, the party that elected a 28 year old bartender from the Bronx to be its new leader in Congress to steer the country, uh, you know, all the, to take all the millennials, put them in that basket and, and you'll know, carry them all the way to the left as far as they can go. That same party is going to pick an 80 year old rich white dude from Vermont to be their presidential primary front, somebody who's older than Donald Trump. That's who they think is the most in touch with America. Really, the most in touch with America is Joe Biden. But that's that's like, you know, that's a little that's the bad touch. The good touch, they believe, is Bernie Sanders. And now Bernie Sanders is out there campaigning and he finds himself with a boatload of money. He finds himself with a huge with a huge following. He finds himself with a grassroots campaign effort. He finds himself with Twitter support and Facebook support and YouTube support. He finds massive crowds wherever he goes. Bernie Sanders has leapt into the fray and has become the front runner for the Democrats. And so once they're done tearing each other apart, I believe, I believe Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders will then spend several months tearing each other apart. And all Bernie Sanders will be able to do is attack Donald Trump on the things that he hasn't accomplished. So far, that's a weak argument. You know why? Because whenever Bernie Sanders gets up in front of a crowd, whenever Bernie Sanders gives a speech, whenever he tapes a video, the first thing that Bernie Sanders says is, Donald Trump is a liar. 
that's his bait. He's a liar. He doesn't say he's ineffective. He doesn't say he doesn't get the job done. He doesn't say that he has bad policies. He doesn't say anything at all. He starts off his number one thing is Donald Trump is a liar, which means so far Donald Trump's campaign is winning. But that's no surprise because, I mean, that's what that's what he promised us. From the from the get go, we will win and we will win and we will win. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. Leave me an open mic message too using our uh, our our mobile app. You can find it in the Google Play Store or the iTunes Store. Just tap on open mic, record your message, send it right to the studio. This is the Mark K Show. Uh, more coming up on News one hundred four point five WOKV. <laughs> This is the Marque Show. My name's Marque. Thank you so much for joining us. We're still looking for our missing MAGA hat. Uh, not sure where it is. Not sure why it's gone. Not sure what's happening, but um, it's somewhere. And we have no idea where it is. But that's all right. We'll, we'll keep looking for it. We'll keep looking for it. Mark, it was Russia. Yeah, I don't know about that. Anyway. My my friend Kelly was freaking out because she bought me a MAGA hat when she went to D.C. a couple years ago. She goes, is it the one I gave you? I go, no, it's not. It's just a digital photocopy that we put on um, that we put on our on our stream. And for whatever reason, uh, for whatever reason, it's now gone. But anyway, 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. In a minute, I want to talk about uh, this trash picker in San Francisco who you'd be amazed at what these rich people are throwing away. Maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you wouldn't, but uh, we'll get into that here in just a minute. First, though, Patty's in Hilliard. Hi, Patty. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, doing great. Thanks so much for asking. What do you want to say, Patty? Well, I wanted to. Um, I listen to your show most every day. Oh, okay. Um, good. I wanted to know. Yeah, I wanted to know if you've um, discussed the movie called Unplanned. I was just talking to my wife about that the other day. No, we have. Did you go see it over the weekend? I saw it yesterday. Yeah. What would you think? It is was very very well done. It's very it's a it's a documentary, right? And it's based on a book um, about a woman who worked at Planned Parenthood and then had an epiphany that abortion was wrong, and she basically became one of the uh, one of the the biggest and most prominent anti-abortion um, advocates in the United States. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah, I hadn't she, heard. Oh. No, go ahead. What else did you want to say? Oh, she um, she worked for Planned Parenthood starting yeah. out as a volunteer in college, and she worked her way up to Planned Parenthood director. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I you know, I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't see it myself, and I don't know anyone who did see it, but I did read a couple of things about it. A couple of things that were interesting. Number one is that it came in fourth in the box office over the weekend, which was it's phenomenal. It made like 12 or $15 million um, on a wide release, which was great, especially when you look at the competition from Dumbo and I think Captain Marvel was still out there and, and a couple of other really heavy hitters uh, that, that weren't able to keep it at bay. And the second thing is that it had almost no promotion because nobody would promote it. There were um, yep. there was an outcry and a, and an out, and a uh, backlash from a lot of the major networks that refused to show advertising for it. They tried to advertise and they were like, no, we're not going to we're not going to take your money. We're not going to run those ads. Um, so that was a that was a big problem that they ran into. Uh, what else? There was something. There was some kind of other online attack for it. Someplace where you typically go and and promote films. I know that Rotten Tomatoes people just went in and and ridiculed it before it had even been released. Uh, but but despite all of that, it looks like it had a big um, big underground following, and a lot of people did go see it. So Patty, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, I can't say I enjoyed it, but it's everyone needs to see it. Right. Um, yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, it's 
it brings out points that people, you know, just don't know about. Yeah. So. Hey, thanks so much. We, we really appreciate it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't get out to the movies a lot anyway. So if there's a movie out, I'm going to probably wait until it's on Netflix or cable or, uh, you know, or one of the or if like I'm on an airplane. That's the thing. If I ever have to take an airline flight and they have movies, that's when I catch up on all my all uh, my movie watching. When we flew to London last year to see the Jaguars play, I caught up in like seven movies. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I probably won't watch another movie <laughs> in the theater or or, or probably. But I, I will um, next time I get on an airplane. Anyway, uh, star star. 1045 is our number, star star 1045 or 855-765-1045. All right, so I want to talk a little bit about this trash picker because this guy makes mad bank picking trash in uh, in San Francisco, in the San Francisco Bay Area, basically. And the other Josh sent me this story. I guess, I guess he read it while he was biking to work this morning. But um, basically what happened was this guy goes around to the richest neighborhoods in Silicon Valley and the San Francisco area. All the places where the the Bill Gates and the Mark Zuckerbergs and they all have, you know, they've all they've got all their stuff. And what he does is he picks through their trash. But the things you find in rich people's trash apparently make way more money than the stuff you find in like normal people's trash. For example, he found uh, he makes forty dollars a day by selling old iPads. These guys are just throwing away old iPads when they're done with them. Designer jeans, uh, vacuum cleaners, but not like regular vacuum cleaners. We're talking about Dysons and things like that. Uh, he picks through the trash of the mega rich. He finds stereo equipment. There's photos of this guy. Like he's got a, he's got a blue light and he's going through there in the dark of night and he's finding just a, a ridiculous amount of stuff that, that nets all kinds of, uh, great r returns for him. And we were, and we were talking about this a little bit, um, when they shut down the government, do you remember when the uh, the Coast Guard, they issued this little pamphlet that said, hey, here's a great way that you can make some money, have a yard sale, do this, do that, whatever. And everybody started berating them. Everyone started berating them. They were like, I, how dare you tell people who you're not paying because your president closed the government that they should have a yard sale to make money. But here's a guy who's rummaging through the trash and sell You know that one man's trash is another man's treasure? And he's making bank. He's making bank going through rich people's trash. And I can't I can't imagine he's the only one. 855-765-1045. Star Star 1045. I know we got some trash pickers out there. If you've ever if you've ever found something amazing in someone else's trash, give me a buzz. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. A lot of people thought maybe they'd be there. Texas Tech, nobody thought they'd be there. Auburn, Auburn's having a rough week. Auburn, first of all, their uh, their basketball team, their men's basketball team, which everyone thought, I mean, they were ahead. They lost in stunning fashion. They really, it was basically a buzzer beater three pointer that the guy from Virginia missed to to win the game. Uh, but he was fouled, and then the guy gets up to the line and he makes all three of his shots, putting Virginia in the lead by one with like .6 seconds. Something impossible. You can't inbound and and get a ball into the basket in .6 seconds. So uh, that was it. It was over for Auburn. And then 
Then there's this video going around the internet, which I asked the other Josh. I said, oh, get me audio of that. He's like, I refuse. He's like, I'm not doing it. I go, that's literally your job is to get us audio that we can play on the show. He goes, I'm not watching this video. It's There's no way. There's no way. I'm not. I'll quit. Uh, I'll get on my bike and I'll ride home. But basically, it's a gymnast, this girl from Auburn. And she does, I guess she's doing like a floor or a vault or whatever. And she lands and breaks both of her legs. But like forward, not like you land and then and they just snap and they and then she falls to the ground, starts crying and it's horrible and then and then and then you and of course these announcers are like, I believe she's hurt. <laughs> like no kidding, she just broke she broke both of her legs. But um, and, uh, really, so and that was again the two horrible things um, that happened at Auburn University this uh, this week. And so it's only you know it's only things can only. Things can only go up from there. 855-765-1045. We got Josh on the line from St. Augustine. Josh, hey, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How you doing? I'm doing good, Mark. How you doing? You're doing great, sir. What do you want to say today? I just want to say I love listening to your show. Let's do it every day. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, I was calling about your topic of things you find in the trash. Yeah, there was a guy. For those of you just joining us, first of all, uh, where the hell you been? We've been on for an hour. Second of all, we were doing this story uh, in San Francisco. A guy goes and he's a trash picker, but he picks the trash of the rich and famous. And he gets iPads, designer jeans, uh, what Dyson vacuum cleaners. And he goes and he makes a mint just picking through these people's trash. What do you, uh, you want to add to that, Josh? Yeah, a lot of the rich neighborhoods around St. Augustine find a lot of good stuff, too. I I found a few TVs, working lawnmowers, cell phones. I mean, it's it's crazy the things that rich people just throw away. Yeah. So did you do that? Like, are you a trash picker, or were you just driving around, and you're like, whoa, 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 hey, wait a minute, that's a perfectly good-looking lawnmower. Well, see, the thing about that is we're not allowed to pick trash, so we kind of have to let it go. <laughs> you're not allowed to pick trash? No, unless you come back in a personal vehicle, we're not allowed to scavenge anything oh i see because you oh because you are a trash man yes oh i didn't know that okay all right so as a professional you're not allowed to pick it but you could come back in your own personal vehicle and if it's still there then you could grab it yes yeah and you know and that's That's gonna i know know people that have gotten uh, arguments about that but if you're and again i'm no lawyer but the way i understand it is Trash that is moved out to the side of the road is no longer your property. Is that correct? So you, any, it's up for grabs. Um, depends. I mean, if you're ripping bags open and going through it, I mean that's a little more personal, right? But if it's like a TV or like a lawnmower or something just laid out on the ground, like CD radios or stuff like that, I mean, pretty much fair game. Yeah, no, that's true. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. And there are people, in fact, I don't know if you guys know Gary Vaynerchuk. He's like a uh, motivational speaker. I mean, he cusses a lot, but he's motivational. And he was talking about it. You know, he's like, hey, go to yard sales, go to the trash, find something free and sell it for five bucks. And you've made five bucks. And, you know, I mean, I guess it's it's definitely something you could do uh, (laughs) if you need the money. But the one time I'm trying to think if we've ever trash picked. I know I've been trash picked. I remember one night, it was like 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday, and I heard this like commotion outside uh, in my front yard, and I'd, I'd thrown away an old grill. We had a grill that basically, it was my fault. I left these, I left like some chicken on it too long, and the thing just, I forgot about it. It burned, and I thought the thing was going to explode, but it was beyond what I thought to be repair. And so I wheeled it out to the front, and I left it there, and some guy in a pickup truck, but like literally a pickup truck with things stacked higher than I had ever seen. It was comical almost, the way the thing was stacked up. Like he would drive off and it would sway back and forth like you're watching a Bugs Bunny cartoon or something. 
and he he stopped and he managed to somehow find room for this uh, this big old burnt grill that I threw out there and he tossed it in his truck and he drove off. And I only imagine how much money that guy made from the, his haul. But I've seen him a, a couple times going around my neighborhood every Sunday night to grab some trash. There was one time, however, that we were out walking the dog or walking the kids or walking the kids and the dog. I don't remember. And my wife which was very uncharacteristic of her because she doesn't usually pick through people's trash. But she were walking by, and there's there's some people had left their trash in their yard waste, and there was this wooden table. And she pointed to it, and she goes, grab that. And I look at it, I go, what for? She goes, just grab it. We can use that. And so I grab the thing, and as soon as I grab it, I realize, like, the legs are, I mean, they're twisting back and forth. They're, so I go, it needs some work. She goes, that's all right. You'll be able to fix it. So we take this thing back to the house and we went to Home Depot and I got some screws and we picked out some paint and I went, I sanded it all and I glued it and I screwed it back in and I got the legs nice and secure. And then I, 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 I put the, we got this nice, like kind of aqua type beach looking paint and we used it for, I got, we may still even have it, but we used it for years and it was a phenomenal table. And my wife was right. I mean, we, we would have paid easily $120 for a table like that at Target. We got it free. Then, of course, you know, a little sweat equity on my part and whatever the cost of the supplies were at uh, Home Depot. But there are people that pick trash and find gold. They'll pick trash. Like he said, they'll find lawnmowers, free lawnmower. They'll sell it for 200 bucks, free golf clubs. They'll sell those on on Craigslist for like four hundred dollars free. You know, whatever else you're picking, the free phone records. You sell those to the FBI for God only knows what Mark in Jacksonville. Hey, thanks for calling the uh, the Mark show. Mark, how are you? Hey, good. I just wanted to say that here in Jacksonville, like, when the city has all these new garbage cans, there's been a lot of laws about taking garbage out. I'm pretty sure it's all supposed to belong to the city. You can't even put garbage in somebody else's can. Yeah, uh, you can't put garbage in someone else's can? Uh-oh. Because <laughs> we all just were like, wait, what? You can't do that? You can't of... take it out. You can't, you can't do you like. Yeah. Mar- I mean, can- Mark, I don't know. You're not a lawyer, are you? No, I just remembered the law because I was talking to somebody about how I how I was going home. It was just a simple story, and I put my cup in somebody else's can, and he said, by law, you're actually not allowed to do that, and it all belongs to the city. See, I was under the impression that if you when, – when the trash is like, for example, I put my trash out. We have the cans behind the garage. So we, we put the trash in the cans. That's still my trash. But the moment it's wheeled out to the curb and it's left on the street for the trash men to pick up, I believe it, it's communal property at that point. Like anyone, it's up for grabs. Oh, no, I heard that when it's at your house, it's at your house, it's yours. And then when you take it out, it all belongs to the city. But what does the city want with my trash? I know, maybe just so that you don't. Maybe, yeah. I, I didn't no know idea, you. Mark. I didn't know you couldn't put a cup in someone else's trash can. That's weird. That seems like a dumb law. It's a trash can. Why can't I? Why can't I put my stuff in someone else's can? Star star one zero four five eight five five. We need like a trash attorney, and not a trashy attorney. We have enough of those, but we need like a trash attorney. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. What are the laws when it comes to trash picking? If I go by my neighbor's house and he's got his trash out on the front yard, not on the front, but, you know, on the front, uh, on the street, and I open it up and there's an iPad in there, can I grab it? Or am I stealing something from the city? Star Star 1045 or 855-765-1045. This is the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. 
This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me. 855-765-1045. Let's talk about trash. One man's trash is another man's treasure. But are you allowed to just take somebody's treasure without asking? Star Star 1045. This is Lorena in Mandarin. Hi, Lorena. How are you? Hey, I'm great, Mark. How are you? Oh, doing great. Happy Monday. What do you want to say? Uh, I'm not a lawyer, but okay. I was the I was the coordinator of our neighborhood watch for about ten years, oh, and we wow. worked very closely with the police department. Yeah. Um, one time, we had these guys on our street that we knew were selling drugs out of their house. We contacted the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, um, and they went and grabbed these guys' garbage in the middle of the night and went through it, and were able to find the goods to get a warrant in order to break into their home to find that they were selling drugs and arrest them. Wow. So and that was that was where I learned that once you put trash down to the street, when it is at that public right of way down at the street, yeah. um, you have no expectation of privacy. It is it's it's open for anybody. It doesn't belong to the city. It it's just out there. So yeah, you can go and take anything out of anybody's garbage. I admit that when I do that though I'll usually go up and ring the doorbell and just kind of say, hey, are you really throwing away this lawnmower? Do you mind if I take it? <laughs> just so that people don't kind of look at me funny that I'm taking their stuff from their front yard. Well, but, so you go, is, you ask permission before you trash pick? If if somebody answers the door. If nobody answers the door, then I take it. Because I figure it. if, it's down, if it's down there in that six feet line from the street up into the yard, yeah. then it is on public right of way and it is available. What did they find, by the way, the police? Do you know what they found in those guys' trash cans that led them to believe that they were drug dealers? Were they throwing away, like, you know, I don't know, old bills that said your receipts for, you know, cocaine or something? <laughs> Actually, no, they were stupid enough to be throwing away the pill bottles, the prescription bottles, because they were selling other yeah. people's prescription medicine, like opioids and things like that. Oh, I got it. Yeah, those. Thank God for dumb criminals, huh? I, well, aren't they all? Because they pretty much all get caught in no, the end. I guess thank you're, goodness. I guess you're right. Hey, thanks so much for calling me. Appreciate it. Steve uh, from St. Augustine. How you doing, Steve? What's up? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good, sir. What you want? What you know about this uh, trash picking? Oh, I know. I learned it all about 50 years ago in New York, where I grew up. Uh-huh. What's, uh, what do you know? And I know that once you put your garbage out at the curb, it is no longer your property unless you want to take it back. At any time, you can take it back, and it's your property. I see. But if you leave it there, if you leave it there, it is, it's actually, I know technically it is the cities or the county or the village or wherever you live. Right. However, however, that's only technically. Because police, and I've, I've, I've talked to a bunch of police here in Florida yeah. as well as in New York, and they all say that it's it's open for open for offers. It's it's anybody's. <laughs> you put it at the curb. It's, yeah. In other words, I found that no, I found I was running three miles the, uh, about three four years ago. Yeah. And in my in my development, there was a stack of books right at the curb, and I look up to God and I say, God, uh, whose books are those? And God laughed and chuckled and said, Those are yours. Those are yours, Steve. Take them. And I went over to him, and the top book was a New King James Version Bible. And I said, Lord, you know you know, I know the Old Testament. I'm a Jew. He says, that's right. I want you to study the New Testament and become a Christian. <laughs> no, no. So so wow. I have become a Christian. Okay. Yeah, I have become a Christian. And there was, no, there's a whole lot more behind that story. No, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, but So you got a bunch of books yeah. from the trash that God told you to take, and now you're a Christian. Well, that's that's 
that's because I went through a lot of other things in yeah. other parts of my life. All right, well, and listen. And, and, Imagine that. God God knew about those things, right? No, yeah. Here's, I mean, here's what I want to. Hey, yeah. thanks so much for calling, by the way. Here's what I want to. Who's throwing away a Bible? That just seems... That just seems sacrilegious. But I guess, you know what? The, it, it, it was all meant to be. It was all meant to stand uh, to end up in Steve's hands. Uh, Arthur from Ponte Vedra. How you doing, Arthur? I'm doing fine. Oh, good. Are you a trash picker? Uh, not usually. Not but usually. I, I just wanted to say I just wanted to say on the movie Unplanned. Yeah, there's a portion about trash in that movie. And as the other woman said to you, I really encourage you to see that movie. Don't wait until you're another flight. Oh, don't wait. Okay, all right. There is a there is a trash scene in that movie. Really, very important. All right, I, I imagine seeing as how it's about Planned Parenthood, it's not the kind of stuff you want to find in the trash. Uh, but don't be, don't ever. Fun fact: if you haven't seen Unplanned, don't pick trash around the Planned Parenthood. Star Star one zero four five eight five five seven six five. 1045 is the number. Uh, has anyone ever found something really incredible, really valuable, something life-changing in someone else's trash? Because apparently if it's at the curb, it's up for grabs. 855-765-1045. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Hey, Mark, referring to your grill, those are considered scrappers. They go around and pick up metal and take it to the scrap yard and sell it back to the scrap yard and make money that way. Oh, I see. So if it's uh, somebody that picks up your old metal trash, then they're scrappers. But if it's just somebody who gets, what, anything else, they're trash pickers. That's interesting. Also, I mean, the question still remains, can you, is it legal to do so? And if so, well, like, what if you, what if you find something that's really valuable um, in the trash? Is that something that you can just, you can just take out of somebody else's can? Once you put it out on the curb, it's considered legally abandoned property, and anybody can come along and get whatever they want out of it. Hey, Frank in Palm Coast. How are you, Frank? Oh, pretty good, Mark. How you doing? Oh, doing great, man. Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What did you want to say about uh, trash picking? Well, when I was a kid, there was uh, we had a neighbor that was a garbage man in New York, and uh, he was always finding stuff. But one time... He went through the, you know, just dumping the can in the garbage, you know, just filling the truck, doing yeah. his job. Yeah. And, and he saw a, a pool cue case. Okay. Mm. Okay. And he, he took the case, he threw it in the back of the truck because he thought it was a pool stick. Right. right. Yeah, absolutely. So he throws it in the back. Right. So anyway, later on, he takes a break and he gets a chance to open it up and he opens up the case and it was a sword. It was a short sword and it was in a scabbard. And it turned out when he pulled the sword out of the uh, scabbard, it had German writing on the blade, and it had the SS initials at the top of the handle, but the top of the handle was covered in gems like rubies. And huh. he ended up he ended up taking it back. It belonged to some big-shot Nazi general, and he ended up selling it for, I think he got ten grand or close to 15000 for it, and and I know we got over ten grand, but that was in the seventies. So wow. and it was it was in the garbage. So you talked about things being valuable, and there you go. Somebody somebody threw away a ruby encrusted German Nazi sword worth over ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate. It. I thought you were going to say when he pulled the sword out of the scabbard, he became the king of Camelot. But uh, that would have been. But you know, ten thousand dollars is cool too. Hey, Smiley, how are you, Smiley? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Hi, how you doing, Mark? Oh, great. What do you want to say about uh, trash picking? Uh, well, 
after spending 15 years in the disposal business for several companies here in Jacksonville, I just want to let y'all know, if you stop and take something out of a container that has a company name on it, like BFI, Waste Management, Southland, whatever, that is property of that company. You cannot take it, even if it's sitting on the side of the road. If you stop and get something out of a JSO, or a Jacksonville, City of Jacksonville, blue bin, that's property of the City of Jacksonville, you can get fined for it. You can also be fined for throwing stuff in those containers because that's illegal dumping. So, yeah, and so I, I we, had some, we had some kid talk about that. He said he was walking by the other day with, like, an empty soda can, and he tossed it in his neighbor's uh, recycling bin, but that's illegal. Right, but I can also tell you that if you go around to a jiffy store and dump your garbage in their container, that's illegal dumping. If you dump your garbage in the woods, I assure you the JSO has an officer, and that's his whole duty. Yeah, he goes around checks on the illegal dumping. If they find the bag of garbage, all right. Let me ask you. Ed, let me ask you. Ed. Yeah, let me ask you a hypothetical question. All right, let's just say an employee of a major company uh, has a lot of trash or recycling, and that major company has a recycling bin and a trash bin out behind the radio, uh, behind their, pardon me, behind their building, and that employee dumps their personal trash in those receptacles. Is that considered illegal dumpling? D- dumping? <laughs> Uh, if he doesn't have the permission of his company or that company who provides that bin, he's right. illegally dumping. If he doesn't have permission, but what? If, but they they never said, "Hey, you can't dump your trash there." Well, if they never said yes or no, then I, I'm sure he'd done it. And if they found out, they'd be up to them to take steps, which they probably wouldn't care. But no, yeah, they wouldn't care. All right, I'm asking for a friend, by the way. Stuff like that. Uh, star, 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 1045. After Christmas, there's a lot of recycling and trash around the house. I'm just saying. Uh, and there's nobody here because it's because, you know, nobody. Anyway, Jimmy in Jacksonville. How you doing, Jimmy? Hey, man. What's going on, man? What's going on? You know, I'm just chilling. How about you? What do you want to say about trash picking? You ever get a, you ever get a ruby encrusted Nazi sword out of the trash? Man, I never found no Nazi stuff, man. But I'll tell you right now, man, I go all the time. I go to these outlet malls at nighttime uh-huh. like behind, like, big old Best Buys, and they throw away all kinds of stuff, man. I've found, I've, I've found TVs where it's just missing a cord, and what they do is they mark certain stuff with a little bit of paint so they can't, like, you know, sell it, and you just grab it out of the trash, and, and you can find all kinds of things, man. You'd be surprised what you can find at these uh, stores, man. They throw away a lot of stuff. Well, according to that last guy, if it's in the dumpster, it's not yours. That's the only problem. Hey man, what, what finders keepers, man? What's what happened to that bull, man? Our, you know, dang. No, we should I, all get along, you know. I, I, we should all get. We should. We should. Hey man, let's just all get along. <laughs> I'm gonna take this TV out of your garbage bin, but hey, I just let's just be friends. Hey, Steve-O in St. Augustine. How you doing, man? What's going on, Mark? How you doing, buddy? I'm just hanging out. What do you want to say, Steve-O? What do you know about okay. trash picking? Uh, this is, uh, well, this is actually kind of a, a community service tip from uh, good old Uncle Steve-O. Uh, I was actually. Uh, at a certain vacation facility with a certain person who was being charged with check fraud. Uh-huh. And it, like like Smiley was saying, if you throw it away in a marked, you know, city of Jacksonville, city of St. Augustine, whatever, that's that city's property. But if you throw it away in just your lid, lidded cans you get from Home Depot, yeah. guess what? The police don't have to get a search warrant to go through that. Right. So be very careful what you put in the trash because it's not just good old uh, Scrap Joe coming around. There might be other people looking for a little bit of your personal information. If, and like, like Smiley said, if it's not in a marked city container property thing, yeah. in your personal garbage can, 
Just be real careful, people, what you're throwing away. That's why you watching. That's why you need a paper shredder so Steve-O's cellmate uh, doesn't get your personal information and start <laughs> start dipping into your savings. Hey, thanks so much for the thanks for the PSA. I appreciate that. I'm learning a lot about trash pick. I may have to I may have to like cruise around the neighborhood a little bit on my way home today. Lewis from Keystone Heights, how you doing, Lewis? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Okay. This one, we need we need to teach this younger generation kids about throwing uncles and grandpas and dads stuff in the garbage. That saber sword was a fine example of people just grabbing old grandpa stuff or old dad stuff and just throwing it in the garbage. Oh, you think that's it? When they when grandma and grandpa kick it, instead of doing any research, they just take everything and throw it away, and they don't know what they're doing. Exactly. I've got I've picked up boxes, stacks of albums. I have stacks of albums. I just teach my kids, you better watch what you throw away. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is a good point. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. The other thing are these companies like 1-800-JUNK, you know, because you have to pay them to come pick up your trash. And then I know that they're just turning around and selling it to somebody else. And I imagine they, they must run across some amazing uh, finds, too. People are just like, all right, all that crap in my garage, just get rid of it. I guarantee they've got to have somebody going through and looking for looking for that just incredible treasure that somebody didn't even know existed. Hey, Bruce in Jacksonville. What's up, Bruce? Hey, how are you, man? Hey, we're good. What do you want to say about trash picking? Well, i just let you know, um, my sanitation guys found a brand-new cell phone one time, and it was on my trash can, and they put it back on my door with a note. So it was mine. Oh, so you <laughs> you lost your actual cell phone in the trash and they found it. Actually, I set it on one trash can, I think, when I went to get the other trash can and just uh, forgot that I left it there. Oh, yeah, that makes perfect so, sense. Yeah. I no. had no idea where I left it, but found it on the front door with a note. So that was pretty cool. Wow. All right. Hey, thanks so much for coming. I can't believe you went a whole night without your cell phone. If I go five minutes without my phone, I start getting into, I get the cold sweats. <laughs> I start panicking and I'm like, where, the, where's my phone? Star Star 1045 or 855-765-1045. This is the Mark K Show. Did you ever get anything really cool when you went out trash picking? Uh, more of your phone calls coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. city sells the recycling. That's why you're not allowed to dig through the recycling and pull out the uh, valuable materials. I wouldn't want to dig through recycling anyway. I have enough I have enough empty bottles in my house. I don't need anyone else's old empty bottles. Uh, although, you know what happened the other day? We had a Nutella container, which I guess we put the lid back on and we threw in the recycling. And then the next morning I came out, it had been opened. The lid was at one side of the yard. The Nutella container was on the other side of the yard. And there were all these scratches inside. Uh, I'm assuming raccoons. Because they apparently have the opposable thumbs and they're smart enough to actually unscrew the can of Nutella and get into it. So, uh, so any, or it was, you know, one of my neighbors was hungry. I don't know. It was either one or the other. Uh, 855-765-1045 is the number or star star 1045. Um, as we continue going into, listen, the, uh, the big story this week and of course the big thing that happened over the weekend is in addition to the Democratic race really heating up, I mean, all of these candidates, they're all headed out now on the campaign trail hot and heavy. You're going to start, in fact, the, the, every, every time you turn on the news, every time you go online, it's going to be lousy with Democrats that want to be president. Not not lousy Democrats want it. It's going to be, well, I guess a little bit of both, but Bernie Sanders, you're going to start seeing him. Beto O'Rourke. Um, there's this other guy who's like, I mean, he's like the, the darling of the media. It's this uh, buddy geek guy 
who uh, him and his husband, because he's like the first openly gay Democratic candidate with, you know, with with a big following, actually. Uh, you know, he's been getting a lot of media attention. So what you're going to see is you're going to see that you have um, a lot of Democrats try and they're going to try to get in front of the cameras. They're going to try. They're going to be vying for airtime. You know, it's it's very difficult. Donald Trump, when he ran for president uh, two years ago, he was it. Nobody else. Uh, nobody. The CNNs and the Fox News is they didn't care about anyone else. Uh, ABC, NBC, MSNBC. They didn't care about Ted Cruz. They had no interest in what he had to say. They, they didn't care about Jeb Bush. The only time they cared about Jeb Bush was when Donald Trump insulted him, you know, or when his mother had a heart attack because Donald Trump was mean to him on the campaign trail. So Donald Trump got all the attention because Donald Trump was out there saying and doing and being things that they just couldn't believe a presidential candidate could do, say and be. And that's why he that's why he manipulated the entire media and rode that wave all the way to the White House. And he continues to do it today now that he's president. But the Democrats, they don't have anyone that's going to do that. And they are all the other thing is that the media is liberal. So they're going to have to really give equal time. Which means that the media, I mean, the, these Democrats, they're in actually a worse position than any of these Republican candidates would be. If they were Republicans, they could do and say and, and be crazy and, and get out there and, and the media would cover them negatively. But still, you know, any kind of any kind of, of coverage uh, when it comes to an election is good coverage, as we've learned in the past couple of years. But when you have 18 Democrats, I mean, it, it, dividing the time is 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 cumbersome and troublesome for a lot of these networks. Anyway, you're going to see them all over the place. The second thing is the border. Now that Nielsen's out at the Department of Homeland Security, Donald Trump's going to be looking for like the toughest, you know, he's going to be looking for a hardline general Patton like figures to run ICE and to run the border because he's got to make sure that thing is secure before he hits the campaign trail. He's got to make sure that those walls going up. He's got to make sure that the holes are plugged. He can't have illegals pouring over the border in record numbers the way they are now because he's having he's got to go out and campaign on the fact that he's building a wall. He's got to go out and campaign on the fact that he's fixed every other problem in America. And now the border will be the next uh, big thing. The border is going to be plugged up. The border is going to be safe. The border is going to have that. We're going to have the wall. Mexico is going to pay for it. All of that stuff. It's got to come to fruition uh, before anyone else goes to the polls in 2020. This is Rick in Jacksonville. Rick, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. How you doing? Yeah, quick story. I'm going down the road and I see all this garbage piled up on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. And I reckon somebody had passed away and they piled all their stuff up outside. And it was those old timey um, suitcases and brown ones. Now, oh, yeah. well, I can use those to throw towels in the clean cars. So I open up one of the suitcases and it's full of money. It was full of money. It was it was full of money. It had like change, dollar bills, fives, twenties, tens. They never opened the suitcase and looked in it. So there was about six suitcases. So of course, you know what I did? I grabbed them all. There wasn't nothing in the rest of them. Oh yeah, how that much, was years and years ago. This is years and years ago. How much money was in that suitcase when you totaled it all up? Probably like two or three hundred bucks. Huh. That's a pretty so what good they offer. were doing was emptying their change and putting their ones and fives and tens and all that. And it was an old time. Ever who threw it out just never opened the case and looked in it. Yeah, no. Well, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier this morning about people who like store money or hide it around the house. And my mother, she was moving one day to a new apartment and she pulled an Altoids container out of her bathroom had like a thousand dollars in it. And she was like, oh, I forgot all about that. <laughs> I was like, wow, that must be. Oh, yeah. People had money. People had money in the strangest places. But if you remember the movie Wally, Wally, the little animated movie. 
he goes and smashes all the garbage and takes it back to where he's at and stacks it up where he has everything he needs to rebuild himself with at his house. No, that is true. You're right. You could you could potentially have everything that you need to rebuild yourself with uh, from other people's trash. 855-765-1045. Uh, hey, thanks so much for the call. We really appreciate it. All right, folks, um, we got to get out of here. But like I said, we're going to be tracking all these news stories and anything else that happens or doesn't happen uh, between now and tomorrow. We'll be back with an all new show. We've got the news. We've got Rush Limbaugh. That's all coming up next. So stay tuned to News 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.